All right, good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated economist here. I got a Diana Kirk with me today. <laughs> Diana, I have known for quite a few years now, author, business owner, property owner, landlord, just about everything as far as entrepreneurship goes. Diana is involved in it, and she has some information she wanted to share with us today. And I'm going to go ahead and let you take off with that. Diana, why don't you introduce yourself just a little bit first. I'm Diana Kirk. Um, I started in, investing in properties in about 2010. Um, I have uh, multiplexes in Portland and in Astoria. And I have a new problem that's shown up in the last couple of months that has absolute, it's absolutely going to change the game, but it's absolutely annoyed the living crap out of me, which is that insurance companies have now caught up with building costs. And what's happening is I am now being canceled right and left on most of my properties. In fact, one of my properties here in Astoria, it is a four-story uh, quad, um, has been canceled three times in one month. And they are using new reasons for cancellations, um, mainly that they're not earthquake-proofed. I have one property of all my properties that is actually earthquake-proofed. There's almost, it's so expensive to have anything like that uh, done. Um, another one was can it was canceled another time because of its roof. Its roof is 12 years old, um, not 15, not 30, and they canceled for that reason. And then they canceled for the weirdest reason I've ever heard, which is that uh, they just decided not to insure anything that's a triplex or a quad, and anything past a duplex. Wow. And What's... they they said we won't uh, insure a dup anything over a duplex that is worth more than 500,000. In the West, most duplexes are worth more than 500,000, oh, which means, man. and that unfortunately is foremost insurance. Foremost insurance is known in the insurance business world as a company you can go to when you have that odd property. That odd property is uh, below market value or um, needs a lot of rehab, which is my, what I do. I buy properties that need a lot of rehab, including workers. Workers Tavern needed a lot of rehab. Uh, you have a hard time getting mortgages on them or you have to pay cash for them. And then there was one insurance company that would insure them. The problem with all of these issues that I'm having, which I spent all day yesterday uh, dealing with nine other insurance companies, trying to find out if I could get insurance with them, is that um, what's gonna happen is the rates are gonna skyrocket for us. So for example, at Workers Building, which has seven apartments in it, my insurance went from 12,000 a year to 24,000 a year Whoa. in one month. And they they knocked down the rebuild price they would give me if it burned to the ground, which this is an all wood building. Who the hell knows? This is a story. It could burn. So your premiums went up, but it the doubled. coverage went down. Yeah. So, and that instantly happened with no warning whatsoever. And so my agents were all scrambling around trying to find, and every insurance they found that we could replace it with lowered everything. So, what's going my my concern is this i deal all my properties minus one is affordable housing i choose that as a moral choice i make enough money i can do that um the way i do that is by buying old properties that need to be rehabbed i don't do new properties new properties are out of the price range to be able to afford to do that so if they're going to make it super hard with earthquaking with roofs that are still under need. They don't need it, you know, at 12 years, you don't need a new roof yet. Um, they're just, I'm not gonna say they're making it up, but they suddenly out of nowhere got really strict. These are properties with, you know, 
old wiring and that the panels have been updated, but you still know, you know, there's old wiring in them. Um, they asked me on a 1900 house on one of my properties if every bit of plumbing had been replaced. And I was like, I never, I don't know anybody who does every bit of plumbing on a 1900 house yeah. to the street. Are you kidding me? That's, you may as well build a new house. Um, so they're going to cancel and then it's going to be a few premium companies that will rent to you. And I, I believe that the federal government will have to get involved in this because it will completely change people's personal properties as well as investors. Yeah. And my issue always is if they do this, people will abandon the older properties. And when they abandon them, they abandon affordable housing. And, or it trickles down, it trickles down hard. And these have been the biggest uh, issues I have in affordable housing is that in Portland, um, I have a property that I bought and I set the price based on the taxes and insurance that it, it had. And the next year, the taxes went from 4,000 a year to $7,400 a year because the city decided to change the zoning in that area to a different zone, which raised the taxes much higher. But I'd already set the price. And then you have strict rules in Portland where you can only raise the rent 5%. So I ended up going from a positive on a property to a negative on a property, which I'd never had happen before. And I know people want to, you know, say, well, too bad. You made a lot of money. This is my job, right? This, I took a, a cut in my actual income because I don't do another job. This is my job. So I just don't know if people are know about this insurance thing, cause it's not going to come up until it's your yearly renewal. Right. And that's when it, they're going to reevaluate. So if you have a property, older than the 1970s, you might be in trouble. Right. And maybe in the next few months it'll catch up, but this was very new to us. It's happened on all my properties since October, and it's painful. I'm probably gonna take a 20% right. cut in my income from all my properties once we renew everything, um, and there's nothing we can do anything about. The biggest thing I think that will affect the West is the over 500,000 value on a duplex. Mm -hmm. That will be really hard to deal with for a lot of people. And if they're just gonna flat out not rent, not rebuild a triplex or a quad, a town like Astoria, where probably 95% of Astoria right. is antique. Right, absolutely. <laughs> Old and historical, and you can't do crap about it. And so, just one more time for our viewers on that one. So when it comes to the 500,000 on a triplex or duplex, you said? A, a duplex. A duplex. Yeah, that particular company. So all these different insurance companies are gonna, they're gonna make different caveats. Mm -hmm. The insurance company that I have used the most in my older properties that have needed rehab is they just said flat out, no triplexes, no quads. Period. Period, because the difference between residential and commercial is a fourplex or under is residential loan okay. and over is a commercial. So in that world, they said no triplexes, no quads, and if it's a duplex, its rebuild value has to be less than a um, half mil, which you can't really do if you have maybe a large duplex. Yeah. Some duplexes are like a three-two on each side. Right. Your rebuild value isn't going to be that at all, and so you're stuck where you could rebuild a one-bedroom apartment, maybe. Right. So. Wow. So there's really no It really just comes. In down that, to for that company, another company has gone crazy on earthquake proofing. Right. Okay. Which, again, if you rehab on the coast and you rehab in Astoria, you don't. There's two companies that do it. 
and that's it. And if you can get on their calendar, good luck, because right. they are in high demand. They do all the foundation work. They do all the engineering work. They do everything. So another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just am a little blown away, but it's another post-pandemic issue. Mm -hmm. um, we had to deal with, before the pandemic, taxes going up in Portland, skyrocketing. Yep. Now the post is this insurance, and investors are going to trickle down to actual renters any way they possibly can. So the, rent's going to go up? Yeah, but there's strict rules on how much rents can go up. Portland is 5%, the, the state is 9 Okay. So I just... It concerns me. Do you think there's going to be a sell-off? There already is because of the strict rules in Portland. Um, they've made it impossible to fix an apartment now. It's it's ludicrous. I was an investment group in years ago, and everybody in that investment group has sold everything they have in Portland and gone to Indiana, Texas, Florida. I haven't. I've kept all my properties, but I'm annoyed by the rules and the taxes that I'm having to pay when I was trying to designate these as affordable housing to begin with. Um, a lot of that hasn't come to Astoria yet, but it probably will in due time. Um, but if I can't rehab a property because they've made it so incredibly hard to deal with a tenant, I won't. And then you start dealing with derelict buildings, um, investors who don't know how to do all these new rules or do the new insurance, um, it just kind of starts a, a downgrade of yeah. properties and investors should probably leave wow. <laughs> if they're smart. I'm not, I like to have eyes on my property, so I don't really want to invest in Texas. Mm -hmm. I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to handle knowing that properties down there because property managers don't take great care of properties. So I wouldn't, right. I'd want to see it drive by. I don't want to know my tenants, but I want to drive by and make sure the property is okay. So I know you have a lot of investment people and I just, they're probably just starting to deal with this, mm -hmm. but it was a, it was a sticker shock this fall, yeah. renewing all my property and my poor agent, he already had to deal with all the pandemic crap. And now he's scrambling where, you know, one of my properties, he's had to rewrite the policy three times in one month. That's incredible to think. Like, yeah. I mean, that's like a hermit, right? Nobody. I've it's never like had, had to deal I've with never ever. been canceled before, <laughs> right. ever. And to have them all, right? Have them all multiple times in one month, right. which means they've either hired a bunch of inspectors, which is also kind of rare, or they're just, I mean, when they canceled for the roof, I was like, oh, you lying piece of crap. That's so how I felt. It almost, okay, because even the roof, now that one even shocks me. I mean, I know a 12-year-old roof. I mean, we deal yeah. with we deal with roofs here in the Pacific Northwest. I mean, it's a yeah. Twelve-year-old roof. It's not that old. No, at all. It almost seems forced here. Like I almost, almost saw they did, 
Well, so that property is a four-story property and it's a fourplex and it's built in 1910. To rebuild that property is complicated to begin with. Right. And he drove by and I'm sure that's what he saw. That's not, it, it would never be an easy um, replacement. It just wouldn't, it's a small lot. It's just one of those old, you know, kind of flop houses where they built them tall and whatever. And uh, boom, roof. I mean, there's not, there's no moss on it. There's no um, waddling, which is, you know, when it gets kind of weird, um, there's nothing. It's just boom, boom, boom. And it's easy to say earthquake because you're gonna get rid of most everybody that way by bringing that up. Replacing all the electrical I could see asking, but replacing all the plumbing all right. to the street? Are you kidding me? That's tens of thousands. Right. Especially when you're on Highway 101 out front. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard connection. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's pretty rad, pretty awful. Yeah, it is. Well, thank you for taking the time. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Is there any other last words you want to uh, send out to the uh, viewers out there? Any predictions? Any ideas of what well, you have coming? There's a lot of cash and investors. It's going to be a buy, and I've already started watching it. So. Okay. So you think like if the prices come down, there's going to be some uh, cash buyers coming in, some cash yeah, investors? Oh, yeah, I can already see it coming around, um, which is a good thing, <clears throat> but it's not always the best owners you know that wait for this i'm one of them unfortunately but i take care of my properties but um yeah watching the prices go down knowing that interest rates are high i mean my parents made money in real estate and they made it when interest rates were 15 percent right and uh when i started they were eight so these the interest rates don't bother me right. at all i'm just waiting for prices to go down and they are going down so i think we're gonna have a big buy i think a lot of people are sitting on a lot of pandemic money right and they're just waiting yeah. You know, that's something that uh, that I think a lot of the uh, viewers on the channel and a lot of people have out there is the big housing crash that's going to come. A lot of people are anticipating like prices coming dramatically yeah. down. That's going to be their opportunity to get in. But when I think it's the natural cycle of things. when there's investors who already know the game, who are yeah. preparing themselves, you're going to have some really tough competition when the prices come down. Yeah. When I got when I first got into real estate um, a decade ago, um, it was easy. I could buy right and left. I could um, buy houses in Portland, foreclosures and short sales and everything. And then one day I couldn't beat the people's prices and it's because big money markets showed up and they were starting to put them in their portfolio and that was when everything changed. And I was like, I'm out because they would they would flip a house for 10,000 profit. And I was like, that's such a gamble. I'm not willing to gamble like that. Um, I was trying to buy rentals with flip money and I couldn't get anything in my hands and I stopped doing it because of that because I was like I'm not I wasn't that desperate at that time I was like I'd rather go get a job than gamble this much money um, and so I got out of it and that's why I got out of it is because the big boys showed up because once they noticed Portland or the West anything on the I-5 corridor everything was gobbled up by people who couldn't they couldn't touch it for the life of them but that's how the game is then you just go find a new area to buy or you just stop doing it a lot of people don't do this for life so I did it for a short period of time to make enough money so that I can now go in. Now I'm going in my second 10-year recession, and I have my eyes on something. So, yeah. yeah. So you're not really flipping. You're just pretty much purchasing. I have, I flipped for a very short period of time to get started, and I haven't done it since. Um, that income from I would flip and then I'd buy a rental. Um, and then I would flip and then buy a rental and I didn't touch any of the money. I was actually living off rental money. Um, and then I bought, uh, this building, the workers tavern and the, the, um, apartments attached to it and rentals around here. 
So I don't need to do that anymore, but it's a really hard, it's really, really hard and it's really, really scary. Yeah. It's a ton of money and it's a ton of gambling and I'm not that, I'm a little bit of a gambler, but not that much. <laughs> no, not with hundreds of thousands of dollars, but it'll come back cool. for other people, yeah. Right on. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Simon, for having me on. Yeah, uneducated economist, you let me know.